Oh my god, hi. This is Devin from Disney Adult, a podcast brought to you by the Trident Network. On Disney Adult, we bring together Chicago comedians to watch and discuss Disney movies from the perspective of adults. In these movies, there are things we love, things we hate, things that maybe haven't aged so well, and things that are timeless. Uh, The Trident Network's wonderful podcasts, including Disney Adult, can be found anywhere you get your podcasts. Subscribe today. to another episode of the Tournament Podcast. I'm Nia D'Amelio, he's Trent Dozier, and joining us today, I am beyond excited, is uh, my old friend, that's a quote from him, Wyatt Funderburk. <laughs> Hello, Wyatt. Hey, what's up? Wyatt um, is here because I asked him to be, and <laughs> that's because he hosts a killer Beach Boys podcast called sail on the beach boys podcast uh wyatt do you want to tell the audience a little bit about yourself and then also the pod and your cover band sure yeah um man well as as it pertains to what we're doing today i've just always been a big beach boys fan the long story short my dad was a huge beach boys fan when he was a kid and then i grew up around the music and just eventually caved and said this is amazing and this is my favorite band and just embraced it (laughs) And um, over the past four years or so, I've been doing a podcast on the Beach Boys. And um, it's been a lot of fun. It's been through some ups and downs and, you know, same circus, different clowns, as they say. But um, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. I still, uh, we're still doing it. We're still moving through the chronology and the story of the Beach Boys. And if you're into that, you should check us out. It's just sail on and we also have a uh a tribute band of the same name uh and we tour a lot when we're able to and it's a lot of fun and you should check us out killer hell yeah excellent all of this is relevant no one has no one has said this yet but this week's tournament <laughs> oh yeah sorry is best beach boys album <laughs> so we needed a beach boys expert besides nia yeah and uh i i have loved the beach boys for a long time i know why it kind of knows my story but um my mom had made in the usa on cd and heroes and villains was on it and i lost my mind and then i just kind of went down the rabbit hole from there and then actually when i found Wyatt's podcast i really became you know insane so um, i have him yes i have him to thank for that truly thank for that um so yeah, this is one that I've been threatening to do for a long time, and we're we're finally gonna do it. Um, so I'll I'll explain how we came to decide what was in the bracket. Does that sound good? Great, sounds great. So if you <clears throat> look on Wikipedia, um, <laughs> the Beach Boys have technically twenty nine studio albums. and that was an almost bracket friendly number, so I had to pick three things to go in to make it a 32 seed bracket. And the first one was kind of an obvious choice to me, which was the Smile Sessions LP. Um, That has been released. Obvious, an obvious choice. (laughs) 
<laughs> Trent doesn't know anything. Um, that's been released, and uh, we have a tracking list for it. I know there's lots of fan tracking lists, but we're using that tracking list um, for these purposes. The second one was Adult Child, which I got some pushback on from my brother. Um, but <laughs> Your brother who also doesn't know anything. I know. But I picked Adult Child because, one, I love it. <laughs> And uh, two, it also has an existing tracking list. Um, they made it, and it wasn't their fault that it never got released. So we're using the classic adult child tracking list. No bootlegs with New England Waltz and our team. No, just the classic adult child tracking list. And then the third thing, man, I went back and forth on this. I told Wyatt that I might pick a live album, but I ended up picking the Mount Vernon and Fairway EP. And... That's because that was a, like an official release of new stuff. Um, it wasn't a compilation or just a redone version of old songs. It was a brand new thing. So I thought that would be fair game to put in. But obviously it's not perfect. Um, but that's how I made those decisions. Okay, so it's the 29 studio albums plus the three plus you talked about. Three, right. How did you seed these? Uh, well, I... What scientific <laughs> process did you go through to seed these? So um, I looked at sort of like your standard star givers, like Rolling Stone, All Music, Blender, kind of like classic people who give out stars for music. Sure. Um, and then I took an, an average of all of the uh, ratings, basically, and then seeded it based on average. Um, obviously, like, uh, Adult Child doesn't really have a rating, so I took the one rating I could find about it and then just subtracted one because it wasn't an official release. I also did the same thing for the Smile Sessions. I subtracted, like, one whole number from its ad average. Um, I did the same thing for Mount Vernon and Fairway, and then I also did the same thing for Stars and Stripes Volume 1 because they don't even sing on it. That's a scam album. <laughs> Yeah, so that's the, so that's how I did it, and that's how we came up with what we have. Great. Yeah. As always, this is not Nia's list. Yeah. One through thirty-two ranked. Oh my god, this is not my. I wouldn't even put some things on my list. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, and also, as always, best is subjective. Mm -hmm. So best can be your favorite album. It can be literally the one you think is the best. Musically, maybe the best uh, monetarily, <laughs> sales-wise, I don't know. Uh, the voting can be whatever you want it to be, whatever best means to you. Yeah, it's up to you. It's a 32-seater. We got four regions, uh, and I believe the region titles are lyrics in each. They're, na they're names of songs off of each off album. Each album. I, they're coincidentally what I think to be the chillest song on each of the albums, ranked highest in the region. Uh, Wyatt can... Feel free to disagree with I was me. I was going to say, that. these are all my favorite songs on each album. I think you just ripped off my favorite <laughs> songs. But that's okay. I mean, they're definitely... <laughs> <laughs> Can't possibly they're be any other answer. Yeah. 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 I feel like they're like the most... I feel like they're the most Brian songs on each album, mm -hmm. too. But, um, yeah. but we'll get there. Uh, okay, so we will go through region by region. We'll go through the matchups, um, and we'll make our predictions for what we think is going to win. <laughs> uh, as always, we will start in the top left region. 
Uh, and the name of this region is I Just Wasn't Made for These Times. And the matchups are as follows. The one-seeded Pet Sounds versus the 32-seeded Stars and Stripes Volume 1. The 16-seeded Surfer Girl versus the 17-seeded Shutdown Volume 2. The 9-seeded Smile Sessions LP versus the 24-seeded 15 Big Ones. The 8-seeded 2020 versus the 25-seeded LA, also known as Light Album. Nice. <laughs> Pet Sounds versus Stars and Stripes. Nia has already said that Stars and Stripes doesn't count as a real <laughs> album. It's a joke, so I'm assuming we all think Pet Sounds will win. Wyatt, your yeah. thoughts? I mean, that's just not fair. It's just no competition there. I mean, Pet Sounds is going to win. Spoiler alert. It's going to win. Period. Pet Sounds is going to win. That's, I, sh- I should I mean, have said that at the top. It's a foregone conclusion. If you're asking most people outside of maybe a few super nerds, they're going to say Pet Sounds. But no one would pick Stars and Stripes over any <laughs> album, much less Pet Sounds. Let's be honest. I completely agree. And I should have said at the top, obviously Pet Sounds is going to win this. But I am... What I'm really interested in seeing is who makes it far. It's not this. the destination. It's, it's the journey. The journey. Yeah. It's I mean, the journey here with this one. If, I mean, we're, we're predicting here what the people are going to think. But exactly. like most people, I have personal preferences that may not be the status quo. So That's I'm going right. to try not to let that get in the way. But I'm also going to interject that as we go. So. Fair enough. Something we wrestle with every week. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'll say I've I've never even listened to Stars and Stripes Volume One. In fact, I think Wyatt, you'll think this is funny. I tried to watch the documentary Stars and Stripes, like the Nashville making of, yeah. um, and I literally couldn't watch it. I was hiding yeah. behind my hands. It was so painful. Um, so yeah, that those are my thoughts on on that album. Sure. I mean, as a as, I, <laughs> not a real. As a Nashvillian myself, it is it is an embarrassing entry into the Beach Boys catalog. <laughs> it is horrible. That's my All right, so pet sounds is pet sounds is going through. Uh, okay, that gives us the 16 seated Surfer Girl versus the 17 seated Shutdown Volume Two. Is there a Shutdown Volume One? I didn't see one in my in my limited research. There Wyatt is. Wyatt knows the have, more detailed answer. I have a copy of it right behind me. It Whoa. is a uh, it's a actually a compilation that was thrown together by uh, Beach Boys collaborator Gary Usher for Capitol Records and uh, the Beach Boys were put on this compilation uh, without even knowing and um, for some reason or other they decided to call their album Shutdown Volume 2 you know, it's a whole marketing thing. They were trying to make this a car-themed album, and the first one was a car-themed album, and so it's a whole thing. But no one really knows about Shutdown Volume 1, and people expect it to be a Beach Boys record, but, I mean, I went through that myself. I said, where's Shutdown Volume 1? Where's, you know, it just, yeah. you know, it's one of those weird things. I wish it was called, you know, just Shutdown or, you know, called, you know, I don't know. Don't worry, baby. Something like that. Who knows? I mean, it could have been called yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, silly. I think there's a there's an interview with the boys on Dick Clark <laughs> in that year, and Al calls it fun, fun, fun. Yeah, and then right. Brian is like, it's shut down volume two. And yeah, then so Al's they did like, have oh, a well, couple. How would I know? Yeah. <laughs> so there, so there's your answer on that. And, and all that being said about shut down volume two, I 
think I would pick Surfer Girl to go through. It's a little bit, I feel like it's the first sad album that they have. The first sad song is maybe Lonely Sea, which came out on the previous record. But um, this, this album's got In My Room, which I feel like is iconic and makes it makes it go past Shutdown Volume 2 for me. Yeah, it's a great record. I, I would put it ahead of Shutdown Volume 2 personally, and I think more people are familiar with that record. It's it's the first record that I feel like Brian really was a producer of, um, and it's got some amazing songs. It's one of my favorite Beach Boys records. Yeah, it's, pro- it's probably my favorite of the early stuff. Yeah, it's awesome. We don't, but we... We don't think Surfer Girl or Shutdown Volume 2 could beat Pet Sounds? No. No. <laughs> Great. Moving on. Moving on. on. <laughs> uh, the number nine seated Smile Sessions LP versus the 24 seated 15 Big Ones. I know we own 15 Big Ones because I've seen that We own album both on cover. vinyl. <laughs> well, I've seen the 15 Big Ones album cover a lot around the house. Yeah, it's probably my favorite album cover, honestly, which... Um, nice. It's probably an unpopular opinion, but I, <laughs> but I, I think it's so goofy and stupid, and I like the way that Dennis and Carl look in it. Um, but this, this has to go to Smile Sessions LP. I mean, that's for me. I know Pet Sounds is the pinnacle for a lot of people, and it's unfair of me to say that Smile is the pinnacle because it was never released. But it really is the end of a of a long thought, um, basically, and. Uh, it's the culmination of a career's worth of ideas. So I think I think Smile will win. Yeah, same. I agree. Smile's amazing, and 15 Big Ones is not amazing. It's very good, <laughs> but it's Smile is amazing. No, it definitely... Uh, it's 24 for a reason. It for sure yeah. sucks. I mean, there's um, some cool moments on 15 Big Ones, for sure. Hadaphonia is the yeah. peak for me. I love Hadaphonia. Hmm. I would even I would even rate this album a whole star higher if it were named Group Therapy, which is what Brian wanted to call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is like the best album title of all time. So uh, that's a shame. But the next matchup, I feel in the last one in this region, is an interesting one because I don't really know. Who will win? That is the eight-seeded 2020 versus the 25-seeded L.A. Light album. I've been listening to 2020 a lot. I like their cover of Bluebirds Over the Mountain. Um, But I don't know. It's not my favorite. And then L.A., man, I never listened to really, but... Can I ask you, is is L.A. my song? Yeah, Trent likes one Beach Boys song. That's not true. One. I have... I have... No, 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 no. That's not true. I like many Beach Boy songs. Nia has also gotten me into some deep cuts that I like, like Johnny Carson I love. <laughs> nice. But I would say, unquestionably, my number one favorite Beach Boy song of all time is off of L.A., and it is Here Comes the Night Remastered Disco Version. Wyatt, your thoughts? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> If you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. It's wonderful. I've heard that song so much, uh, sometimes willingly, sometimes I not. Have the, uh, I have the 10-inch single of that, uh, the, the disco version. It's, uh, it's something. But <laughs> You don't want it anymore. 
can send it our way. I mean, I have a lot of I have a lot worse things in my Beach Boys collection. <laughs> but yeah, I I I don't know what to say about that matchup because yeah, I don't I don't think many people really know the Light album. It wasn't a big record, and there are a couple of songs that are pretty great on 2020 that more people would probably know um and it's got a couple of smile songs on it so that always helps Mm -hmm. i would probably vote for 2020 but uh, i think you're right i think honestly like i probably listened to la more than i listened to 2020 this so if i'm reading this correctly this is another situation where 2020 la we think it doesn't matter who wins because they will lose to smile i think so yeah LA is pretty good. I gotta say, like it's it's an underrated record. Full Sail, I love. I love. I mean, I love like almost every song on that record outside of um, "Here Comes the Night." To be honest, like that's <laughs> the only one I don't really like. I love the Dennis <laughs> con- contributions. I love uh, "Angel Come Home." I think that's great. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's. That's good. You just wait. I'm glad you, you like just wait, it. Nia. <laughs> Once we break it down in like five or six years, you're gonna, I know. You're yeah, gonna, you're gonna love it. Yeah, in 2030, I'll really have new ears for it. And then I I see us heading toward a Pet Sounds Smile Sessions LP uh, Elite Eight matchup, which um, I didn't even see until I looked at it right now. Man, I know Pet Sounds is gonna win, but. Um, if I were voting, I would vote for Smile Sessions, but wow. but Pet Sounds mm-hmm. should win, and it and it will win. That's fair. I, I Pet Sounds is so much better than Smile. Sorry. There we go. <laughs> I'm so That's sick okay. of Smile. I just spent an entire li- a year <laughs> of my life every oh, yeah. day listening to Smile. If anybody's interested yeah. in hearing anything about Smile, there's over 20 hours of meticulous <laughs> research and audio form that you can check out on our podcast man i love it just once you get to the medley that leads into surfs up there's nothing better than that for me i've cried so many times um it is wonderful yeah i just i just but i can understand i just still can't put it above pet sound it's just pet sounds is so complete and such a great cohesive thought that was actually completed and had so much involvement from all the beach boys you can just feel every emotion in that record and with smile it just feels like no one knows where we're going what's happening it's just so all over the place and no one really knew how it was going to work and brian just kind of gave up on it it's just it Mm. it's so sad when i hear it because i'm like god this could have been something but it just never was so yeah yeah you're you're right pet sounds is gonna win should should we move to, yeah. to the level? Yeah, so that means we are predicting the winner of I Just Wasn't Made for These Times region, the number one seeded Pet Sounds. Obviously. Which, uh, now we bump down to the lower left-hand side of the bracket, the Busy Doing Nothing region. The matchups are as follows. The four-seeded Friends versus the 29-seeded Still Cruisin'. The 13-seeded All Summer Long versus the 20-seeded Holland. The 12-seeded Surfin' USA versus the 21-seeded Little Deuce Coop. And the five-seeded Wild Honey versus the 28-seeded MIU Album. Mm, looking forward to some conversations. Friends. 
friends, in this region. <laughs> friends versus still cruising. Yeah. Um, friends is going to win for sure. I've never even listened to still cruising, but <laughs> Kokomo is on it. You've never I've never heard it. To it. No. Why? I it's not on Spotify, and that's the true reason. I'm sending why you. I I'll send you uh, MB3s. <gasps> yes. That's really why I had Wyatt on because I wanted him to send me stuff. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's talk about Friends for a second, man. This is like I go back and forth between Friends and Sunflower. Like which one I like more? They're like probably my two favorites. Um, I described Friends to somebody that I know. As an album so chill, you forget that you have a heartbeat. It is Whoa. it is the chillest album I've ever listened to. Not a and what makes me mad about Friends is that it ends with a bad song. <laughs> and the rest of the album is so good. And Diamond Head is actually the perfect ending to any album. And then they stuck Transcendental Meditation at the end and it it I get I scream every time I'm listening to it and it hits that song. Yeah, it's weird. Maybe I'll <laughs> figure it out one day when we actually get into we haven't discussed this album on the podcast yet. So this is one of my favorite it's my number three favorite Beach Boys record. And yeah, it's definitely gonna win this this battle because Still Cruising is not a well known record outside of Kokomo, you know. It's not even close. Friends is wonderful. It is a, a joy to listen to. It's short and sweet. It's got amazing yeah. vocals. It's, you know, some of the best sounding vocals that the Beach Boys ever recorded. It's so mm. good. Agreed. Yeah. And Dennis really shines on this album. And I just want to say for Trent's sake that uh, the song Busy Doing Nothing, which is like probably in my top five favorite Beach Boys songs, Trent calls the song where Brian talks in the middle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's how Trent identifies, specifically the line, I think I'll make a call. I think I'll make, think I'll make a call. how Trent identifies that. So. Uh-huh. That's great. Um, yeah. yeah, so Friends Friends is for sure going to win. Now, here we go. This next matchup. 13-seeded mm. all summer long versus the 20-seeded Holland. Wyatt, I need to tell you that I, Holland... <laughs> I don't like it. That's okay. Do you want me to get I'm mad right. at you for the show, or is it okay? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, uh, I'm fine. No, with no, that. no. I just know that you like it. That's You've okay. said multiple times that you like it, and I yeah. really don't like it. I think, yeah, um, I, I, I think that it's that's fine. I, I didn't always like it. I mean, I didn't always really listen to it that much, but I guess a few years ago I got really into it. Um. And recently, like a few, uh, like a couple months ago, I actually was in California and drove up to Big Sur, and it blew my mind. I was listening to it was the first time I'd ever driven up the the coast there, and um, I put on the California Saga, and just cried, and it was in it was just it connected for me like that whole era and the spirit of that record. It's weird that it's yeah. called Holland because they recorded it there, but it's all about California. You know, it's like the record yeah. has that theme. Regardless, I think it's fantastic. I think it's the, one of the best sounding Beach Boys records. I love the way it was recorded and produced. And it's not really, it's, there's not really Brian Wilson on this record. It's mostly 
a yeah. Mike Love and Al Jardine record with some Carl contributions and very and, and a couple of Dennis contributions and one of my favorite Dennis songs, maybe my favorite Dennis song, Only With You, which is amazing. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I love Holland, um, but I understand that a lot of people probably would not get into it. It's very, it's not very Beach Boysy, you know? Yeah. Do you think it would beat All Summer Long? I don't. All Summer Long is definitely one of my favorites and it's just a quintessential, it maybe is the most like stereotypical Beach Boys record. Like if you, like for the common fan of pop music, this has so many songs that are recognizable. Wendy is amazing. The title track, Mm -hmm. obviously. Will Run Away, one of my favorites. It's a great record. So, yeah. I I agree. I think All Summer Long will win. And, uh, man, it's there's a lot of Beach Boys album openers that I love. But I think objectively, I Get Around might be, Mm. ooh, one or two. Um, Man, it's so good. So... Then we've got All Summer Long versus Friends. Mm. Man, it really depends on who's voting in this thing. I would say I think All Summer Long has a shot of beating Friends in that matchup. I think I think so too. I think even if you ask like big Beach Boys fans, I think All Summer Long has a chance to beat Friends. I mean, I personally would put them neck neck and neck, but I think Friends would be my pick and for that reason, I'm just going to stick with it. I think Friends will win. All right. I'm going to take all summer long. Ooh. <laughs> Fair. Okay, that gives I would us not the, be surprised either way. We have the 12-seeded Serpent USA versus the 21-seeded Little Deuce Coop. You know what I got. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I don't know. I. <laughs> this is easy for I, me. I think I honestly might be taking Surfing USA. No, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Thumbs down from Wyatt. Yeah, sorry. This is an audio podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I do not like Surfing USA. And I got criticized for Ooh. it when, when we talked about it on the podcast. I don't like all the instrumentals on this. I just, I, mm. yeah. I, it just, I like surf instrumentals, but I don't want to hear the Beach Boys not sing. I want to hear the Beach Boys sing on this record. I want to hear more original songs. I feel like it was just a, there were so many filler songs on this record. They just, they wrote like yeah. four or five songs and then we're like, well, what do we do now? You know? So, and Little Deuce Coop, I just, I, I really do like Little Deuce Coop. I think it's got some great songs on it. So yeah, I'd pick Little Deuce Coop. But Surfing USA might win because it's just such a powerhouse song, you know? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm, I'll stick with you. Um, I don't really have a strong opinion for this matchup, so mm-hmm. I'll just go with with Wyatt's opinion, and I'll go little deuce coop on this one. Um, and then that brings us to our last matchup of f- the region. Five-seeded Wild Honey versus the 28-seeded MIU album. What does MIU stand for? Maharishi Institute yep. University? Yep. <laughs> Good job. Uh, which is in Iowa, duh, obviously. Um, yeah. uh, look, the first, when I started listening to Ceylon, Wyatt's podcast, he said repeatedly that he loved MIU. And I thought, this has to be a hidden gem. 
this guy knows everything. I got to listen <laughs> to it. And man. You should, you, that's where you went wrong. You should never <laughs> think anything, but well, this guy has no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> Because this I don't. story has a happy ending okay. for MIU. I oh. lis- the first time I listened to it, I hated it. Mm-hmm. And then I did not revisit it again until this year. Mm. And man, I can't stop listening to this thing. Yeah. And I feel like I've That's reached awesome. a new evolution. Um <laughs> I don't I just I just wanna say that I feel like, you know, obviously like I feel like My Diane and Match Point of Our Love are two songs that people talk about all the time on that album. And I don't know why we're not talking about Sweet Sunday Kind of Love. Mm. It's so, so good. It is. Um, so that's, so I don't know what happened. The spirit came into me uh, and <laughs> and led me to MIU. And now I love it. And uh, unfortunately. It's, so, um, I mean, it's loaded with Brian Wilson. I mean, come on. Like, yeah. what are these people thinking? Like, they're like, oh, we love, love you. Love you is the best album ever. And then he makes a record less than a year later and they're like, this sucks. What is this? It's like, no, this is more yeah. love you. It's just a different sound. Agreed. It sounds different. But these are more, like, these are from the same batch of songs, really. I mean, yeah, it's more of the same. Come on, people. MIU's really <laughs> good. She's got rhythm. Yeah, she's got rhythms. Awesome. Oh, man. Match point of our love. I mean, Pitter Patter is so underrated. Pitter Patter. God, it's so good. Come on. I'm with you, dude. I'm with you, dude. Um, that being said, yeah. I think that Wild Honey will and should win. <laughs> sure. I think it will, too. I prefer MIU over Wild Honey. I know people think that's crazy. Bold. I just, I love Wild Honey, but I I really love MIU. I just, you know, I, I, I don't know what to tell you. It's just me. But, uh yeah, Wild Honey's great, and it's got more notable Beach Boys songs, you know, Darlin' and yeah, Wild Honey Darlin'. specifically. So yes. that's going to win for sure. Yeah, Wild Honey's going to win, and Trent, it has the original version of Here Comes the Night. Don't like that. I know. I played it for you once, and you didn't gotta like it. Got to be a disco remix for me to <laughs> like it. Neither of them are that good, in my opinion. But <laughs> so. Fair. Um Okay, so that's Wild Honey versus uh, Little Deuce Coop then, or Surfing USA. Uh, Little Deuce Coop, and I would say that that goes to Wild Honey. Yep, I think so. And then, and then for, and now we is where we differ. I have all summer long against Wild Honey. You have friends against Wild Honey. Mm. Um, I would take uh, all summer long. I think. Yeah, I would take all summer long over Wild Honey. I take. Friends over Wild Honey too. I think All Summer Long is the is the obvious choice though out of this um, out of this bracket. I think mm-hmm. I think Friends is the is the critic favorite, but I think All Summer Long is the fan favorite. So then I think we might be headed toward a Pet Sounds versus All Summer Long uh, ultimate yep. matchup on this side of the bracket, which again will end in a Pet Sounds victory. But man, All mm. Summer Long, you had a good run. Yeah, I can only imagine. Two amazing records. All Summer Long was much more successful. Pet Sounds mm-hmm. has grown into, you know, being known as one of the greatest records of all time. But mm-hmm. All Summer Long was kind of the, the record that that really took the Beach Boys into the next stratosphere. They were just the biggest yeah. band in the world because at the time that that record came out, the Beatles were all over the charts. They had the number one record in America. They had like three or four songs in the top 10. It was insane. 
and yeah, everybody was like, "Well, that's it for the Beach Boys." And then the Beach Boys were like, "Not so fast," and they put out uh, "I Get Around," and it went straight to number one. Yeah, great records, man. You couldn't have the Beach Boys without either of those records, but Pet Sounds is by far, you know, just on its on the on the pedestal above everything else, in my opinion. Absolutely, um, agree with everything. All summer long is such a high point in the journey. Um, but man, Pet Sounds is the ultimate apex. It's going to win the mm-hmm. whole thing, but definitely <laughs> the win this side. So let's, let's hop over to the other side so we can, we can get some more matchups. The right side of the bracket, the upper half, the, that region is called the all I want to do region. The matchups are the two seated sunflower versus the 31 seated summer in paradise. The 15 seated That's Why God Made the Radio versus the 18 seated The Beach Boys Christmas Album. The 10th seated The Beach Boys Love You versus the 23 seated Carl and the Passions So Tough. And the 7 seated Surf's Up versus the 26 seated Mount Vernon and Fairway. Sunflower versus Summer in Paradise. Mm. <laughs> Sunflower. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's all. That's another um, one that's not very fair, but it shouldn't yeah. be. I mean, it's seated thirty-one for a reason. Summer in Paradise is the worst Beach Boys record. I know Stars and Stripes is bad, but Summer in Paradise is has it, it commits some inexcusable, unforgivable sins. The John Stamos wow. version of Forever. I knew- <laughs> is, wow, I knew you were gonna bring this. There's up. a lot of low points in the Beach Boys career, but that is the lowest mm-hmm. point. And it is not even close. It is horrendous. It is it is standing on the grave of your brother and yeah. desecrating it. It is awful. So that being said, yeah. yeah, Summer in Paradise, get it out of here. Let's never see it again. <laughs> Sunflower is amazing. Yeah, let's talk Sunflower for a second. Um, yeah. The reason that we, we are doing this right now Initially, I wanted to do this earlier in the summer when the Feel Flows box set was going to be released, but we had scheduling conflicts. Uh, we like had already had more stuff booked, and then they pushed back the release yeah. to this week. Um, man, Sunflower is, I feel like, the first like uh, off-the-beaten-path, maybe, or like non-hit album that I fell in love with. My favorite song from this album is isn't all I want to do. It's actually at my window, which I feel like not many people describe as their favorite song. (laughs) I know. But uh, something about two verses of all treble and then when the bass kicks in so late in the game. Oh, I'm I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. Right there with you. It's a great song. It's a great dynamic. I love emotional. (laughs) Yeah, it's awesome. I love Bruce's voice on this. I love the 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 lyric of this it's a very brian wilson lyric um Mm -hmm. i love it i'm I'm a big fan of that song i'm so glad to hear that um yeah and then of course the rest of it is i mean add some music to your day i feel like is just uh I i feel like it's a almost like a mantra for the band even if it's not one of their like bigger hits um but man i don't know the whole thing's good i i tell people to listen to all I want to do to get them to listen to the Beach Boys because I feel like it's pretty accessible um, in, like, a different way. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't have any bad thing to say. All I Want to Do is so great because it was kind of a psychedelic song, but also 
uh, kind of like a, a precursor to like eighties dream pop and shoegaze. It's very like mm-hmm. loaded with like delay and it's just uh, got lots of droning, like the little like the sitar vibes and stuff like that. It's just mm-hmm. really it's really different and it it kind of aged really well. But yeah, sunflower is amazing. I mean, there's it's it's kind of the most it's it's kind of the peak of like the Beach Boys creativity as a group. I think like you get to mm-hmm. see everybody kind of shine. You get to see Dennis shine, you know, with Forever. You get to see Bruce shine mm-hmm. with like Deirdre. Um, I mean, it, they all have great moments on that record. And I think you know, yeah. while Pet Sounds is such an amazing Brian Wilson record featuring the Beach Boys, I think Sunflower is a fantastic Beach Boys record. Sort of like the companion to the Beatles' White Album, where everybody's kind of, mm. you know, firing on all cylinders. That's what Sunflower feels like to me. Yeah. It's also uh, Bruce's favorite Beach Boy album, and who am I to disagree with Bruce Johnston? Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah I-, I love it. So, um, Sunflower will take on the winner of the 15-seeded <laughs> That's Why God Made the Radio and the 18-seeded The Beach Boys Christmas Album. This is like Quiet a shaking, brain breaker matchup. Like, <laughs> this is so weird. These are like two different I bands know, it is really facing weird. each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's so true. Um, I'll say immediately that I am probably going to take the Christmas album. Every August, I listen to the Christmas album. I don't know what it is in me. I, it's not even like in a in a way that I want Christmas to be here, but every August I go, ooh, I want to listen to Santa's Beard, and I do it. Yeah. Um, that's like my favorite song on that album. But that's why God Made the Radio is good. Um, I really like From There to Back, to back Again. That yeah. is like truly... A Absolutely. Yeah. It's um, but it's not. Uh, it's it's like pain. It's painful. If you like know the Beach Boys, it's painful to listen sure. to emotionally because it it makes me sad at least listening to it. I think I think that's why God made the radio is good and it's a fun listen. It's got some glaring problems in the production. Too much auto tune. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and just other things like that that bother me, but I'm glad that it happened. Um, yeah. And some of the songs Agreed. are very good. I wish that it was made in a different way. I wish that it was more collaborative, but mm-hmm. it is pretty good. And I did get really excited when it came out. I listened to it all that summer. <laughs> and um, I do have a real soft spot for it because, yeah, th- those last few songs, that little suite at the end yeah, is really nice. Coast yeah. Highway, yeah. So, but there are some really low moments on that record. But the Christmas album is is classic. I mean, I listen to it every Christmas. I I I, I haven't listened to it this this August like you, but um, <laughs> I um, I, know, I don't know what that's about, but that's the way it is. Well, you know, it's funny. Like when we did that record originally, when we when we covered that record, it was like August or something when we did an episode on it, and mm. I was like, why? And I realize now it was for you. So I'm glad that... Oh, my God. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know that, that album also, because um, I'm a little nerd, the Beach Boys Christmas album was released on November 9th, which mm. is my birthday. Wow. Oh, so awesome. maybe that's why I just... It's very close to my heart. Um, I don't think that it will beat Sunflower, but no. I think that it's good and everyone should listen to it every Christmas or every August with me. 
Yeah, I'm a huge fan of the Beach Boys Christmas album. It's just a, a weird matchup putting it, you know, that's what happens, but that's why God Made the Radio is such a different era and such a different feel. But yeah, I mean, it's it's not really close to me. Like if I if I were picking one, Beach Boys Christmas, for sure. That gives us the 10-seeded, the Beach Boys Love You versus the 23-seeded, Carl and the Passions. So tough. So did, <laughs> it's... Is so tough the name of the album and the Beach Boys are calling themselves Carl's Carl and the Passions? Kinda. Yeah. The, yeah kinda. One of the original names that they had when they were singing together in high school was Carl and the Passions. So it was kind uh, of just like a inside joke. I've always read that it was to get Carl to either sing with them or like feel more confident singing with mm-hmm. them or it was like a ploy to get Carl to be more involved in some right. capacity. Mm. Yeah. Um I, uh, Carl and the Passion's so tough. Um, man, only eight songs. Some are killer. Some <clears throat> I, I don't like. Mm-hmm. I, I am not the biggest fan of Marcella. I like other things on that album more than Marcella. Um, but I know that that's the big hit from Carl and the Passion's. Uh, I, it's good. It's good. That's kind of how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. I've, I've come around on it i used to not like this record very much um but i've come around to it i i like the the dennis and daryl dragon stuff and i love Mm -hmm. um all this is that i think that's a great song yeah um and it's got some cool vocals on it i'll give it that yeah i like i like you need a mess of help to stand alone uh yeah carl sounds great on that yeah, and the end is, I mean, in the in the middle, like where they're kind of all singing over each other, different lines is very cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I, I don't think it will stand a chance against "Love You," which is like top tier for me. I know yeah. Trent earlier said he loves Johnny Carson. Um, yeah. I think "I'll Bet He's Nice" is probably also in my top five with "Busy Doing Nothing" in terms of songs that I love. The whole thing is wild. I saw somebody, Melanie, actually, who was on mm-hmm. your podcast recently, um, said that she saw someone describe the Beach Boys Love You as pet sounds written in crayon. And I think that <laughs> yeah. that description is really apt. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it, it's, uh, it's a record that I, I never really listened to when I was younger, when I was growing up. It wasn't one that my dad was like, hey, you have to listen to this one. It was just kind of like, oh, I'll get to that record eventually. And I was listening to like a box set that I had when I was young and um, it had a couple songs off of Love You and I was like, this is kind of cool. And eventually I got around to buying the the CD and at first it was just like, oh, this is really weird and what is going on here? Brian sounds, you know, old. What is going on? Like what happened? And then (laughs) I just kind of put it aside and then my friend... Kurt one day was like, yeah, dude, you ever listen to Love You? And I was like, yeah, I kind of did, <laughs> but never really, you know, it's not one that I think about. And, the, you know, yeah. he's he was like, you got to listen to Love You, man. Like, you got to get into it. So I just kind of, you know, opened my eyes back up to it and it just hit me. You know, I, I really got into it and, and it is mm-hmm. a really weird album. It's an acquired taste for sure. I don't think, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think non-Beach Boys fans really get into it because it is so strange but it's my 
second favorite Beach Boys record behind Pet Sounds. I just I have such a yeah. soft spot for it. I I love it. But um, in this case, man, it's it's weird. I mean, I don't think anybody really listens to these records outside of Beach Boys nerds. But Beach Boys mm-hmm. nerds love Beach Boys love you. So I think that is the the winner here. Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, I'm famously not a Beach Boys nerd, <laughs> and I don't have a vote. I'm merely a moderator. But if I did have a vote, I would vote for Carl and the Passions because I would say famously. Oh, yeah, famously. When we lived in Chicago, I was on an improv team called Carl, Carl and, the, and Passions. the Passions. Whoa. And no, I, there was no I Beach Boys to, tie. I had to yeah. tell Trent that's a Beach Boys album. Yeah, and he team, was like, "What?" The team, the team existed before I moved to Chicago. <laughs> I was put on it years later. Wow, years into our my tenure in Chicago. But, but they also Carl and the Passions, the improv team, mm-hmm. used the car, yeah. the red car album as cover like, as their artwork. Yeah. So somebody knew, somebody named. Um, Carl and the Passions, the team after the album. And weirdly enough, another tangent is that my improv team in Chicago was Revolver, which was named after the Beatles album. So improvisers so cool. love good yeah. music. Yeah. I know. Really weird. Um, so Trent's taking Carl and the Passions. Wyatt and I are taking Love You. Um, yeah. And that leads us to the last matchup. Yes, yeah, Surf's Up, the seven seed versus the 26 seeded Mount Vernon and Fairway. <laughs> um, yeah. Mount Vernon and Fairway was my final painful addition to this bracket. Um, I love the first track on this EP. I think the organ is gorgeous. Um, it, I, we used to live next to a, a cemetery and uh, that was very uh, walkable. And I used to listen to Mount Vernon and Fairway as I walked through the cemetery because <laughs> uh, it was like a very spiritual kind of thing. For me, um, it's, uh, it's, I mean, it's not songs. It's sort sort of, it's a story over music. Um, but I just, I think it's a, I think it's a really good example of like, the more you read about the Beach Boys, you, the more you read about stories of Brian being like, I want to do this. I think it's cool. And so many people being like, no. And just yeah. rejecting him, and I and I'm so thankful that someone was like fine about this one, and and they let him do this, just because they're you know I love getting a window into that insane brain of his, and um, I'm glad that this exists. I'm with you on that, absolutely. I, I love the I'm the glad. music of this. I don't always listen to it with the story voiceover, you know, Pied Piper mm. stuff, but. I like the instrumental <laughs> yeah. version a lot better, you know. Yeah, yeah, uh, I think yeah. It's just called fairy tale yeah. music. Um, <laughs> I think it's beautiful, but it does kind of. I mean, it's one of those things that if you put it on for someone, you both. I mean, they will think that you and whoever is making this music are insane. So, <laughs> yeah. at least that's kind of what my wife thinks. So, <laughs> it's very beautiful and cinematic, and it's. Um, I think it, the production's really neat, and uh, it's just it's it's a it's a great moment, and it's one of those things that, like you said, it's cool to see into into Brian's mind when he was kind of really MIA, like he was just you know just at one of the yeah. low points of his life. So yeah, yeah, 
And uh, and speaking of low points of Brian's life, it, it it's against Surfs Up, yeah. which um, uh, is probably in my top five favorite favorite Beach Boys albums nice. as well. Um, and Day in the Life of a Tree to Till I Die to Surfs Up is the most gorgeous trilogy on any album that yeah. you will find. Man, it's ever. so good. Yeah, it's so sad and so good and beautiful. Um, the rest is also great. I know people don't like student demonstration time, um, mm-hmm. uh, but I I like that the whole thing from "Don't Go Near the Water" to the very end. Um, it's it's beautiful and sad, uh, and also was a, a low point in Brian's life. But uh, and and we get "Long Promise Road," um, which is unbelievable. Uh, and feel flows from Carl. I feel like it's a triumph for him as well. So it's it's cool. <laughs> I I mean I love this record. I'm with you 100. percent Everything that you said is accurate to my personal opinion on this record as well. I think Till I Die Incredible. is the last <laughs> truly great Brian Wilson song in production. You know, I love you is great and amazing, but it is still kind of. Like, you know, there's, it's not all there. It's just, a, it's a broken man. This is, I mean, mm-hmm. Till I Die is maybe uh, in my top three Beach Boys songs. And it's, you know, just one of those eerie kind of hypnotizing, brilliant moments that only Brian Wilson can, can create. This whole record's great. I mean, I, I don't love student demonstration time, but I get why it's on there. And... um a lot of people don't like Disney Girls, 1957. I love that song. I... You liked that song when I played it for you as well. Okay, I believe you. <laughs> yeah. And and sadly, yeah, we have to put "Love You" against "Surfs Up." Yeah, seems like it's going to be a tough choice for you too. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, personally, yeah. I'm going to go with "Love You." Yeah. But I think. Um, I don't know. I don't know what most people would say, honestly. I think Beach Boys nerds, I think like their Beach Boys nerds are kind of torn on on Love You. A lot of them really do feel like Nia and I, but I think there's a lot of them that don't like Love You. I've I've talked to so many people that are like, I don't get it. I'm not into Love You. It sounds awful. Brian can't sing. The songs are stupid. It's creepy. And all those things are true, you know? (laughs) And that's why you love it. But like that's part of the that's part of the allure. It's, it's part of it's, it. I, sometimes yeah. you just need some realness, and like, love you is just like unfiltered, Brian. So yeah, yeah, it's not for everybody. Ugh. But I think love you I will think, win because I th- I just think it's I, it's notorious, and I think Surfs Up gets over. I think love you will win too. Yeah, I know. I. I think Surf's Up is um, more accessible, mm-hmm. but I think that Love You will win because of its eccentricities. Mm, yeah. um, mm-hmm. And then that that puts us at Sunflower versus Love You, and I ha- I have to pick Sunflower, and I'm sorry. Yeah, that's uh, tough. To, to, bo- to both of, to everybody, because I love both of these. I listen to them all the time, but if I have to choose between Ding Dang and At My Window, then I am choosing At My Window. I do love Ding Dang. I love Ding Dang. I really love that song. I wish there was more of it. But, uh, <laughs> That's, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I got to choose Sunflower. It's a really tough decision for me. We're talking my, you know, 
probably love you is probably my number two and sunflower is probably my number three favorite beach boys record at the moment yeah i'm probably i'm probably going to go with love you personally but sunflower is a better record i think it is just top to bottom a more consistent you know group effort better beach boys record for sure yeah yeah all right, sunflower, okay. sunflower rings. It's the region. prediction. Yeah. The bottom right hand side of the bracket. Here we go. The please let me wonder region. We have the three seated, the Beach Boys today versus the thirty seated, keeping the summer alive. The fourteen seated, Beach Boys party versus the nineteen seated, Adult Child. The eleven seated, Summer Days and Summer Nights versus the twenty two seated, Surf and Safari. And the six-seeded Smiley Smile versus the 27-seeded The Beach Boys from 1985. Yeah. Yeah. So that first matchup is today versus Keeping the Summer Alive. And before anyone can say anything, I am here to report that Keeping the Summer Alive is in my top five favorite Beach Boys albums. I listen to it all the time. And I know that that is... Awesome. yeah, that's not a popular opinion, but man, I love it. I hate when girls get together, but otherwise, I love it. Um, it will not beat today, and it shouldn't beat today, but I I really, really enjoy it. I, I don't know how you feel about it. My bandmate Paul really likes this record. He really likes that song more than anything. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I love hearing that. I love those, you know, I love hearing that people are listening to these kind of cast out you know offshoot beach boys (laughs) records that aren't really ever on any lists or anything you never hear about this record but yeah i mean it's not gonna be today today is right up there for me it used to be my favorite beach boys record for a long time but Mm -hmm. um yeah keeping the summer lives cool i like uh going on a lot and i like the title track i like uh I I love Oh Darlin and Living with a Heartache. Mm. I yep. I don't maybe that's just I just I don't know. I really like Carl on this album a lot. And then Trent and I both like Some of Your Love. It's so stupid mm-hmm. and fun. Some some some. <laughs> yeah. Love. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um This is so, a fun record yeah, for I, sure. Yeah, it's super fun. Um and it just puts me in a good mood. Uh but the Beach Boys today opposite of a good mood um it's it's such an introspective mood Mm. um and this this is like i mean it's a pinnacle for them it Mm -hmm. and on vinyl it's great to listen to because it's the first side is very fun and the second side is very soft um and then it i know your favorite song is please let me wonder and that's Mm -hmm. on today um but uh, I mean, it, it's good top to bottom, and I, I don't mind that it ends with an interview, <laughs> um, even though it's crazy. I like interviews, and it's fun to listen to them talk and ask who got what sandwich. Um, yeah. That, to me, is very Beach Boys, so I like today, and it'll definitely win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's not much else to say about today. It's, it's, it's one of my favorites. You know, Please Let Me Wonder is my favorite Beach Boys song. But that whole second side is just as good as Pet Sounds to me, honestly. Like, I think mm-hmm. that's crazy to hear. But those five songs, um, if there was a side one that could compete with that, this would maybe be better than Pet Sounds, honestly, because it's just more, it's just, it's just got more of a, <laughs> I don't know, it just feels more authentic 
to me, like as far as like a Beach Boys record, Pet Sounds is such a Brian Wilson record, but this is just, it's got a lot of Mike Love input. You know, all these songs were like Mike Love co-writes. So I like mm-hmm. that. I'm a big fan. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I like side one of this record a lot, but it, it doesn't mm-hmm. come close to side two. So. so today we'll then take on the winner of the 14-seated Beach Boys Party versus the 19-seated Adult Child, also known as, by your brother, Nia, oh. Big Baby. Yeah, he calls this record Big Baby. Um, uh, I got a Beach Boys tattoo last week. Oh, and um, it is on my on my wrist. Wyatt can see it. I'm gonna I'm gonna describe it for the (laughs) listeners. Um, so it says "Still I Dream of It," and then beneath it, there's a watercolor like splotch of Mm. blue and purple taken from the shades of blue and purple haunt me from "It's Over Now." Oh man! It was very important to me to combine those songs into one tattoo, and now it's immortalized on my body. And I'll have to tell my mom that before this episode comes out because I haven't (laughs) told her that I got it, but. Um, that's amazing. But I love Adult Child maybe more than Love You. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. It it's people call it Brian Sinatra record because he mm. wrote a lot of these songs in the hopes that Frank Sinatra would sing them. Uh, specifically, Still I Dream of It. Wow. Um, but I I love every second of it, and this to me has the best version of Shorten and Bread that I've heard. Um, and uh. And I know that that's, you know, definitely not the highlight of the album, but uh, I love it. I know people get creeped out by Hey Little Tomboy. I actually think there's way more creepy songs in the Beach Boys catalog than that one. There's a lot of creepy songs in the Beach Boys catalog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't know. I really, this rec- this album is like so important to me um, and I love it a lot. Yeah, I'm. I love That's hearing that. Say. I'm a big fan of this record too. I'm. I'm. I've always loved it. I had a bootleg of it way back in the day that had some other stuff on it that shouldn't have been on there, you know. But um, yeah, when I heard "Still I Dream of It" for the first time, I just I was like, man, what is this? Where does this come from? You know. And then mm-hmm. seeing kind of all these other songs, and yeah, definitely the the Frank Sinatra vibe is is pretty obvious and it's a it's a depressing record you know but it's also just such a real um slice of brian's life and i love that i don't know if it can beat beach boys party which is like a shame just because it's obscure and was never released um beach boys party has a lot of great songs the biggest of which was the beach boys cover of barbara ann Many people think that's their song, yeah. Um, but it's not. Uh, I mean, Beach Boys Party is a blast. It's. I'm not gonna tattoo anything from Beach Boys Party on my body, but <laughs> right. But I, I do think it'll. I do think that it will beat Adult Child. Yeah, it shouldn't, but it will because it's popular. I mean, like it's got. It actually was a released album, so that it's got that going for it. <laughs> And uh, Barbara Ann, and it's a fun record, but it's just, there's not really much substance there. It's just all, it's just kind of a, you know, it's a fake live album with a bunch of covers, you know, so Mm. I just, I don't, it's not one that I listen to, but uh, yeah, it'll probably win. But Adult Child's awesome. I would definitely pick Adult Child if it were me. Yeah. Uh, Agreed. So Beach Boys Today versus Beach Boys Party. 
Yeah, and today we'll win mm-hmm. that. Yeah, today easily, should win I, that. I would hope. Yep. Would you guys both vote for Adult Child over Beach Boys today? I would not. I would pick Beach Boys today. But Adult Child, if it were a real uh-huh. album, if it were released, I think it would be in my top five Beach Boys records. It would be uh-huh. up there near near Love You. I think Love You would probably edge it out. But I do think if it were completed, if I could get a official release, I would uh-huh. maybe put it in there. But I just still disjointed there's it's still unfinished in my mind so i think i would pick yeah today still over yeah child okay so that gives us the 11 seated summer days and summer nights versus the 22 seated surf and safari come on i love summer days summer nights i i don't know if i like it more than today i go back and forth between the two which one i like more um summer days summer nights has california girls and the in my opinion, better version of Help Me Rhonda. Um, I don't know yeah. how everybody else feels about that. But uh, I love the song. There's a, If there's a song I play on repeat, it's Salt Lake City for no reason. Um, I love that stupid song. Um, and then uh, End Your Dreams Come True at the end. And I actually, my favorite album opener for any Beach Boys album is... Um, the girl from New York City. Whoa, cool. So, so I love Summer Days and Summer Nights. It's so fun. Um, and mm-hmm. it absolutely should be Surf and Safari, uh, which doesn't seem fair because it was their first album. There's some, there. I mean, it. you know, it's out there, and I'm glad because mm-hmm. it kicked off their career, but I'm not a, the biggest fan of Surf and Safari. Yeah, I agree, and, and it's pretty easy for me as well surfing safari is a decent effort but really immature sounding record obviously Mm. is their first album songwriting isn't amazing the playing is pretty rough and Mm -hmm. um by the time they get to summer days and summer nights they don't have to play anymore which is awesome they've got the wrecking crew and it sounds incredible the horns are great it's just such an awesome you know sounding record in my opinion um there's some clunkers on this record though i gotta say like it's 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 not in my top 10 but there are some real like the high points on this record are really really high i think you know i'm with you like um the girl from new york city is awesome i love um girl don't tell me one of the greatest you know kind of like you get that tough Carl kind of, you know, like before he became like sweet Carl and then he went back to being tough Carl again, you get kind of like a more like, you know, you get kind of a more rock and roll Carl (laughs) voice as he was just learning how to sing really. So I love that. And then, you know, you're so good to me is, is awesome. Summer, Mm. summer means new love is my favorite song on this record, which is weird, but I just love that song. Final matchup, the six-seeded Smiley Smile versus the 27-seeded self-titled The Beach Boys, 1985. What a weird... So weird. <laughs> what a weird final matchup. This is the toughest um, one for me. Why is this so really? difficult? It's another one that's like, why are these two albums against each other? They have not... You know, it's like just the seeding thing, but obviously these albums are so different. They have like nothing in common. They're so It's so hard to compare. Yeah. It's just difficult. I, I agree. Um, I I really like the Beach Boys. Um, my favorite song on that record is "Crack at Your Love," nice. which is probably 
Um, I love it. Uh, there's some. There's some. I mean, if you like, want to listen to '80s music from the Beach Boys, that's that's it. That's the album. Yeah. And uh, it's. I think it's good at what it does. Um, it serves. I think it's a. It does a good job at serving its purpose. Um, if that is its purpose. Um, smiley smile. You kind of changed my. I liked this album. I never really listened to it all that much, but Wyatt's deep dive, Wyatt Will and John's deep dive on it on Ceylon, uh, turned me around on on it. Um, in the sense that it is more important than I ever thought that it was. Mm. Um, that being said, I always liked She's Going Bald, and I'm glad that uh, that's out there in the world. Yeah, so are you picking Smiley Smile then? Yeah, I'm gonna pick Smiley Smile. Gotcha. I, I I think Smiley Smile will win and it should win. But I think personally I still probably like the eighty five self titled album better. That's weird. Yes. It's just I, I, I <laughs> Smiley Smile is still just so weird as far as like it's all over the place, like it's disjointed and there I don't think it should have either good vibrations or heroes and villains on it. So it's just like this no. weird afterthought that is still artistically, you know, sophisticated and beautiful. And I, I'm such a big fan of some of the songs on on that record, like Little Pad and She's Going Bald is so interesting. And you can tell the boys were having fun. But mm-hmm. um, again, I'm just a big album guy. I think that I think Smiley Smile is more of like an EP with some other stuff attached to it and then the beach boys Mm -hmm. 85 is just like an easy listening experience like you can just you're not going to put this on and get horrified like if you listen to the smiley smile version of wind chimes you will you will not be able to sleep (laughs) at night so this is you know like if you listen to the beach boys 85 you're just going to be like oh cool and you can go about your day so that's kind of why i like it and it's got some really cool Carl moments and um yeah I don't late. know like yeah it's getting late is so good um yeah but mm. I think Smiley Smile will win and it probably should yeah and then I think that Summer Days and Summer Nights will beat Smiley Smile which uh mm. and if you agree that gives us today versus Summer Days and Summer Nights I mean for me personally Summer Days and Summer Nights for sure I would pick that over yeah. Smiley Smile yeah yeah so Me let's too. let's go with that. Okay. Summer days and summer nights versus the Beach Boys today. Today. I don't know. I yeah. know it's tough for you. It's well, not tough for me. <laughs> I know. I know. To me, today and summer days and summer nights, even though they sound so different, and I'm recognizing mm. that before I even say what I'm going to say, they sound different. But to me, they're one album in yeah. my head. Um, okay. If I'm determining what I think people will pick, I think they'll pick today. Yeah. But man, that's the hardest. That's the hardest pick for me. Okay, so this gives us the All I Want to Do region winner, the two-seated Sunflower, Mm -hmm. versus the Please Let Me Wonder winner, the three-seated Beach Boys today. Sunflower versus today. How's everybody feeling? I I don't know. I think Sunflower's going to win, but I think today is... Uh, of my it's it's personally it it's right if just 
throw those two at me, I'm going to pick today. But I think Sunflower is probably a better album. I think it'll probably I don't know. win. It's, it's tough. <laughs> it's tough. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I I I would pick Sunflower. Um, okay, let me let me rephrase the question then. Sunflower today are either of them beaten Pet Sounds? No. No. <laughs> I think Pet Sounds just is a juggernaut. It's gonna beat yeah. anything that it goes up against. Pet Sounds. Will what? there be an upset? Only you, the voters, can determine that. <laughs> yes. So uh, Trent will break down our voting and how this is going to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real quick. Voting for this tournament will be the opening round on Monday, August 30th. The second round on Tuesday, August 31st. The quarterfinals on uh, Wednesday, September 1st. The semifinals on Thursday, September 2nd. And the finals on Friday, September 3rd. Which is Al Jardine's birthday. Happy birthday, Al. (laughs) Nice. And then uh, the results of the podcast, or the results of the tournament will be revealed on a new episode of the podcast on Saturday, August 4th. If you would like to vote, you can go to the the (laughs) tridentnetwork.com and then go to podcasts and click on the tournament podcast. There's a vote now button there. That will take you to the vote center. If you're on the vote center, you know, feel free to uh, bookmark that so you can have that all week and for any future tournaments uh, to vote on. Also, you can follow us across any of our social media. We are at the Tourney Pod on everything. We post the link to vote daily. Um, and yeah, you know, we don't vote. It's all up to you guys <laughs> listening. So yeah. go out there and vote. Let us know if anything is better than Pet Sounds. Yeah. <laughs> That's the real question. Is anything better than Pet Sounds should be the <laughs> title of this bracket. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the answer is no. Um, Wyatt, such a thrill to have you on. I'm so glad that we got to talk about this. Um, yes. And, uh, yeah, is I know we already talked about Salon, the podcast, and Salon, the band, but is there anything else? Wyatt's also a musician himself, so I'm... Is there anything that you want to plug for for you? Um, no, not really. Just um, <laughs> just check out Sail on um, the podcast. You can just search Beach Boys Podcast or sailonpodcast.com is where you can check it out. We do about an episode a month, and we do have a Patreon, so if you're interested in helping out, you guys can check that out, but I'm just happy to be here if anybody wants to check out the podcast it's um it's fun even if you're not a big beach boys fan you can pick and choose an album that you might be interested in to check out and hear more about so and i encourage you to um just listen to the beach boys that's really it plug the beach boys go listen to some of these albums that we talked about that you may not have heard before like adult child keeping the summer alive holland despite what nia says (laughs) Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, you gave me keeping the summer alive in that list, so I'll give you Holland. <laughs> yeah, it's just such an interesting catalog. There's so much to listen to. There's something for everybody, which I think is fun. And um, yeah, yeah. Thank you guys for having me. It was a lot of fun. The honor is mine. I appreciate it. Oh, screaming. Well, no, the honor was ours. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Wyatt. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thanks, everyone, for voting. Thanks for joining us on this little journey called tourney and remember may may the the thing thing with the the most most votes win sail on sailors yes 
Thanks for listening to the Tournament Podcast. Please like, subscribe, and follow the podcast wherever you listen. A five-star rating or a positive review is helpful and appreciated too. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at TheTourneyPod. You can email us at thetournamentpodcast at gmail.com or you can visit our webpage at thetridentnetwork.com slash the-tourney-pod. The Tournament Podcast is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about the Trident Network's videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. You can also support the podcast by donating to the Trident Network's Patreon at patreon.com slash thetridentnetwork. The Tournament Podcast is edited by Nia D'Amelio. The theme music was also composed by Nia D'Amelio. Tune in Saturday to find out what won the best Beach Boys album tournament. Which I was I like, oh, this is actually gotten a perfect. shipping notification yet. What is going on? They better ship that Which thing. Which one did you order? I ordered the vinyl box, like the four vinyl box. Mm. I don't know what's going on. I'm out of the loop. I'm sorry to, to <laughs> derail the conversation, but I just realized like no, no. that thing's coming out. When is it? Like, like three days? days or... Okay. Yeah, yeah, three days. I think they better get be that Friday. thing in the mail. All right. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs>